behind that song. And we put that together with Mikey. And it's just, it's just, how can you not be excited about Jesus being able to heal the world? If, if not, you're on the other team. So I'm just saying. Stories stir the soul. Stories reveal. And stories heal. In this podcast, we will give you an inside look at someone who's had a life-changing breakthrough. Real people, real stories with real breakthroughs. As a health and wellness expert and coach and Todd as a men's mentor. We've seen firsthand what God can do when it comes to a breakthrough. So lean in, listen well. This could be your biggest breakthrough. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough. I'm Wendy Pett. I'm Todd Isburner. And Wendy... Yes, you Todd. Really think there's, uh, <laughs> so weird. Is there such a thing as a quote accident? Well, yes, there's accidents, yeah, I'm but supposed to answer that. I'm supposed to, all right, go I'm ahead. Say yeah, no, no, no. Go oh, ahead. but yeah, there are accidents, but yeah. God can use those accidents to become a purpose-driven non-accident. Oh, <laughs> sort of like when, behind the accident. when I grew up, and Mom would say. Well, that could be a blessing in disguise. There you go. Okay. Just like my accident, mm. my snowmobile accident. That was a blessing yeah. in disguise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today. So, yeah. Well, today we're going to learn about um, our guest and his blessing in disguise. And uh, you're going to learn a lot about how we can, um, you know, just, I guess, hang on to Jeremiah 29, 11, really. Yeah. understand God's promises that really, yeah. even though it might seem uh, like a traumatic accident in your life, whatever that might be that God can show up in ways that may surprise you. So our guest today is uh, something of a modern-day Renaissance man. His name is Benny Deshara. He's a singer, a songwriter, a recording artist, a businessman, motivational speaker, father, a husband, and somewhat of a comedian. You're yeah, gonna, he really is. Gonna, he's got great funny stuff. Um, he has been featured by many top national Christian media outlets, including CBN's The 700 Club, Cornerstone Television Network's show, uh, Hope Today, and many more. Benny's the lead singer of this chart-topping uh, Christian rock band. And I mean, they they, they do know how to rock it out in a really yeah. good way. You're, you're going to love his music. Empowered. It's, uh, the name of his band is called Empowered. Yes. And they recently uh, released a new album called Yahweh Nisi. And it's all songs about faith and courage to overcome the challenge that we've all been through over the last few years with all the craziness and the unrest. Yeah, it's really good workout music, too, I yes, share with him. But anyway, but a few years ago, um, Benny suffered a traumatic brain injury that nearly took his life and it almost took away his capacity to create music uh, as well. But his faith helped him navigate the long often winding road to recovery. Yeah, and he's putting that experience to good use today as he shares God's goodness uh, through word and song. And he's really, it's a living testament to God's healing power. You're going to hear about that. And uh, he and his band, they're really kind of proof that while God's plans are not always our plans, they are always higher and greater. Well, welcome, Benny Deshera, to Your Biggest Breakthrough. We are honored to have you with us. Thank you for having me today. I'm looking forward to it. Hey man, I got to tell you too, if for those of you who are on YouTube or or not on YouTube, go over to YouTube and watch this thing because just Benny's set alone will kind of set the stage for you because <laughs> he's, we're going to basically rock on out on this. Uh -huh, uh -huh. uh, it's ben, actually uh, rocking for Jesus. Well, I know that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to be rocking for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Benny, we're going to talk uh, about your music and the new album and all that good stuff, but, and, and all the ways in which God is using your music. But I want you to first tell us about uh, this 
this incredible accident, we call it, uh, that occurred years ago, uh, I think back in 2015, and resulted in a traumatic brain injury. So talk yeah. us through that. What happened? Yeah, some people call it an accident. Some people call it a wake-up call. And this is after you're saved and everything. So around 2015, uh, there was this huge thing in our country going on called an election, right? So I'm the politico in the family. My wife is not. So I want to know what I want. There were a lot of crazy people running. <laughs> Wait, wait a minute. That was first time in history where crazy people were right. First, first time in history. So I'm like, who's the least crazy and who lines up with me? Right. So so I fell asleep on the sofa. So the next morning at 630, my alarm went off and it was in the bedroom with my wife, Donna. So I'm thinking I'm in trouble. And so so I, re I recall her coming out of the bedroom. She has the phone extended to me like this. So I jump up off the sofa dutifully. And I have a 20 minute hole from that point on. I do not remember anything. Oh. So, um, so we go to the, we go to the doctor. This was interesting because we did a 700 club interview and Donna was on it and she's like, I do not want to. And I'm like, you have to tell that story because I don't know it. Right. And so, so she says to the neurosurgeon, like when I got to the hardwood floor section of my living room. Um, she extended the phone to me and I was horizontal or just flat horizontal. And so, so the doctors are like, did he trip, slip, socks, wet? And he, she's like, nope. How did he catch himself? Nope. She says, I just, I went flat down. And when I hit the back of my head on the hardwood floors, it sounded like a gunshot went off. So she said, I then tried to crawl to the recliner and she's like, don't do that. Come lay down. So we got to the bed. Um, I was a Navy corpsman, a, a Navy medic years ago. So you never lay somebody down after a head, right? But I'm like, I'll get into bed. So so I'm laying in bed with her. And boy, can I say this for your listeners too? No matter what you're going through, like God, like in my early, early life, when I was got all that training from the Navy, I'm laying in the bed, the room spinning. I hear stuff. There's a guy here fighting this guy here with jackhammers and all that training came flooding back all these years later. Right. And I look over at Donna and I'm like, we have to go. We've got to go. And so it's amazing to me. Like we forget how great God is in every instance. Right. And here in the middle of a traumatic thing, he shows up and goes, Hey, remember you learned about that? Get up and go. So we get to the hospital. Get up. How many times has he told people I, to get up? Yeah. Yeah. I, I see you. I've had so many MRIs. I should be able to see through things. Um, a couple of days, two, three days in hospital. So I had a double fracture in the back of my skull. I did not break the skin though. Uh, frontal lobe crush here. And because I couldn't bleed out, I bled into my face. So, so were whole, those injuries all, all the result of when you hit the deck? Hit the all floor that hard. All from when I hit the deck. And wow. so, so my eye here like this was like purple, gold, green. I look like the LSU logo on the middle. <laughs> and so I was like, good grief. So after that, they were like, listen, you're the way the brain heals itself is you're going to sleep a lot. So we know you have an ad agency. You're not doing that. We know you're a musician. You're definitely not doing that. So the first month when we got home, I lived in our recliner for three, three and a half months. Um, the first month I slept 20 hours a day. 
So, so Donna became a full-time nurse and it was a little bottle of Insure because I wasn't eating a little Powerade and meds every three hours around the clock for a month. Did Benny, did they determine what, what caused you to Even kind of fall. go out in the first place? Was there ever any conclusion to that? You just they, went down. They, there was, there was, it wasn't a stroke. Huh. It wasn't anything neurological because I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I tell my wife this a lot. I'm perfectly fine. I'm trying to talk to Wendy, stuff like that. Um, but they, but they, but to this day now, so October makes eight years already. Wow. And, uh, and I still have no smell and no taste, which is weird because I'm Italian. I like food, but uh, everything else came back. But during my recovery time, I could not speak would be like this when Very I'm slow talking to you going. and I'm, I'm on the ceiling all the time. Donna really loves when I'm sleeping. So, so there's that and everybody, I the family, Donna, God bless. Donna. Oh yeah. God bless her. You know how to say we have mansions in heaven. I tell people she's got a city block of penthouses just waiting. So, so all in, in the family was like, is this going to be the new dad? Is this going to be the new husband? Is he ever going to do any of that? You know, and the biggest thing that God showed me with all of that, because I'm healed. We're storming the gates of hell with water pistols, right? So my history is not your history. Our history is not someone else who's watching this as history, right? God, God gives us all our own histories and he leads us through all these things. My drummer has a seven-year-old who had leukemia, went and spent a year at St. Jude's in Memphis. As an example, Donna had breast cancer surgery four years ago. And it's just mm. all these little things that come at you in your life. And you know, it's the enemy because God has greater things for us. Yeah. And he's attacking, he's attacking, he's attacking because he knows that if you will use this for him, yes, you're a danger. You're a danger to him. So mm. he, he, he loses control that he loses control of the world so far as it comes to your own world. And that's one of the biggest things that he's spoken to me about that. Yeah, well, wow. I, wow. I'm just thinking in, in some ways you were like completely blindsided. You yeah. had no idea this thing was going to hit you completely out of the blue. It changed everything. And I'm thinking Benny about those who are listening right now who can kind of bob their heads up and down and say, yeah, I've, I've been blindsided like that. I, I, I know what it's like to have to face something that you weren't prepared for that you weren't it. expected. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this, this brain injury could have been catastrophic. Um, could, at, I mean, we, we could not be having this discussion right, uh, right. today, almost eight years later, yeah. but, but God, right. And so, and, and I love, and even if the music wouldn't have come back, just the fact that he's so, so if I can share real quick what happened out of this. So in my recovery, which happened a month and a half or so down the line, Donna was able to leave me at home and go to the store. And I had a walker. I had a walker, a walker in the house to get around. So she's like, okay, you can get to the restroom. So that's good. So she leaves and I'm in the recliner and it's 2.30 in the afternoon, thereabouts. I hear a man speaking in my living room to me audible male strong male voice and i'm scared to death right because i thought somebody overjoyed too because almost instantly i realized who that was now as a writer as an as an artist 
you know, the Holy Spirit downloads stuff and says, all right, go, 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 go. And you write songs and you do a thing, whatever. This, this was, this was a first, this was like audible, like the, the, I do have hair on my neck and it's standing up. So, <laughs> so, so, and, and this is what he says to me. If you're ready for this, this is, ready. Huh. he says, Benny, I have huge and great plans for you coming out of this thing. Mm. So I did what y'all would do most likely, you know, I, cried like a two-year-old and fell asleep and woke back up around midnight or whatever. This happened a couple of days in a row. And on the very last day, on the very last day of this audible interaction I'm having with God, it, it, it's like, it's, it, I felt like Jacob, let's wrestle. So, you know, we're doing that thing. And, 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 and he says to me, Benjamin, he went biblical, Benjamin, I have huge and great plans for you coming out of this thing. So at this point, I'm like, okay. Lord, I know what you're doing. Jeremiah 29, 11 is my favorite verse. Everybody's got a favorite verse. That's my favorite one. Well, behind John 14, behind, behind John 14, 6, that's pretty important. So I tell my buddies, if you're struggling with the Bible, read everything in red, you're good. So, <laughs> good. so, so, and I'm like, you're affirming me through my favorite verse, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. And I'm at this point, I'm jacked up and I'm trying not to get that way, as you can tell, right? Because I have a walker. So, <laughs> and he, so he says, the next song you write for me needs to be titled Jeremiah 29, 11. So I'm like, Bleh. and And he says, however, this is what I want. I don't want the verse in the lyrics. When people hear this song, I want them to know that what I did for you, how I stepped into your life in the middle of this and saved it, I can do the same thing for them if they if they just press into me. Beautiful. And it's the most, it's the wow. most humbling thing. And when we performed that, it, so the three two records back is three days was the name of it. And on that record is Jeremiah 29, 11. And whenever we play that live, people are like, and, mm. and I'm like, oh, so it's just, a, it, <laughs> and it's just, you know, you just, you just overcome and overwhelmed by the power. Boy, I hope everybody can feel that, you know, 100, yeah, I, 100%. And everyone's got a thing. That, everybody's uh, got a thing. Everybody's right. got a history, right? right? And there's something in their history. I had a divorce a long time ago. That was crazy. And you know, and, and that good. was my B, that was my BC life. So, mm -hmm. you know, before well, let, they, well, so, let's go there, actually, if you don't mind. But <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we want to hear that story for sure. Uh, I do, but I also like I want people to go listen to that song. Yes, because definitely. it's so it's so relatable. Uh yeah. the name of the song again is jeremiah, jeremiah 29 11. 11. That's, that's that's about it's it's raw i mean it's 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 raw you know Be, after because, the verse we just talked about I'm just because saying. because it's relatable no matter what that, that not everybody's going to hear or have the burning bush experience where the the voice of god is going to come out you at you that clearly but but god has the same intent for everybody to bring them through something in a way that they will see him fulfill his promise for that kind of a life. So he wants and to we give can hear his voice through other people's voices. And yeah. that's why oh, he's given you beautiful. the gift of song. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting deep around here. So I'll right. tell you, and, and the whole thing is like, for me, I have a stage, right? In a band and we get out there. It's a party for Jesus oh, God, from God. the stage, right? I love it. But However, it wasn't always that way. 
however, there's there's people there's people who go to an office every day, and guess what? That's your stage. Or there's people who teach, and guess what? That's your stage. Or there's people out at a work site. That's your stage. And God is just saying, pick up a microphone, use a hammer, pick up something, and tell people about me. Tell people what I've done in your life. He's not asking you to save anybody. Just share with people what he's done in your own life, in your own history. And guess what? We have an opportunity to affect the history of the people that we're talking. I'm fired up. Yes, no, this is so good because we actually just had someone uh, on a podcast recently that was talking about how words are currency and you're a wordsmith. Mm. And those words definitely are currency. They, they bring life or death, right? And so whether you're the teacher, whether you're the artist or whatever, you pick up that that um, tool along with this tool and use it for him. And man, it's a game changer. Well, yeah. you have had game changing experiences. You're like, yeah, go, yeah, go, preach hey, it. Hey, yeah. You know, she was, she was like, Ugh, because guess what? <laughs> this tool, when this tool controls this tool, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, right. it's money, right? Right. So right. when did that start happening? Cause it wasn't always that way with you. We're going BC. Yeah. I got a uh, man. Yeah. So the, the, the first marriage, it's amazing what happens when you make decisions without him. That's all I want to say about it. And, and it was crazy. And two great blessings out of it. Brandy, my oldest, and Benny, the second, my youngest. And I, I, I look at him, I say, God, right? And so they, they, I mean, that, that. So, you know, where they came from, I don't look at the same way, but it's just, you know, even though I'm saved. So that was, that was crazy. And and I had worked at this place as I was a floor manager for a Toyota store too. I've done a lot of stuff. And this lady who came in and we sold the family and she says, weren't you a, didn't you have a rock band in New Orleans? And I said, yes, I did. And she says, you would love our church. You need to come. And I'm like, what are y'all? <laughs> and <laughs> she says, what do you mean? I'm like, what kind of church are you? You know? And she says, I don't know why you're asking. I'm like, well, see, cause I grew up Lutheran kind of Catholic light. And so nothing against that. And just, just, you know, the whole denominational thing. And are you Missouri Synod versus the other? Cause, and all that. So, so, you know, you go through it and I'm, I'm like, what are you? She says, we're just full gospel straight from the Bible. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if any of your listeners are going to relate to this. I'm like, oh, I've heard about you people. Baloney, baloney, spaghetti, sweet. <laughs> no. Right. Cause I'm like, cause you just hear stories. And then right. I said, I bet you're going to ask me, I said, I bet you're going to ask me if I'm saved. And she says, well, are you? And I'm like, how? Because I hated that. I hated being asked if I was saved, right? It was like, oh, just step away. And it's just because when you don't know, you don't know. There's going to be a big, I mean, if if the rapture happens on a Sunday, boy, there's a lot of churches that are going to be surprised. Anyway, so I digress. I, digress. I know that's that the, the, the fall, the brain injury did not affect your humor, which is really good. <laughs> no, it did. No, it didn't. And I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. So it's kind of the way it is. So, and he just wired me that way. So I'm trying to convince the family there's, um, it's been a long time working on it. So, so she, she invites me to the church and I lied for three months. Yes. I'm going to tell you a truth. I lied to her. She's like, I didn't see you Monday. I was like, I was busy. And you know, Having grown up in New Orleans, I was watching the Saints lose again. That's all they did back then. So this is in 1995, right, by the way. So, And so I went to an event, heard some biblical things at this event I'd never heard in church. 
You know why? Because it wasn't from Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. It was, it was biblical. Like it's a big book, 66 books, not four. And so that, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, and I'm, this stuff is just coming in. Right. And so, so she calls me on the Saturday. She goes, I'm coming. She says, don't worry about coming to church. I'm coming to pick you up. And I said, oh, I no, love you're this not. Gal. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you're not. me too. <laughs> Miss Linda. I love Miss Linda. Everybody Miss needs Linda. a Miss Linda. And uh-huh. so she says, I'm coming to get you. I said, please don't. I'll meet you there. What, nine o'clock? She says, yes. So I'm driving. Highland Road in Baton Rouge is a historical road. It's got like oak trees. I mean, it's just some. And so I'm driving to the church and I hear this voice again, talking to me going, what are you doing? And where do you think you're going? Oh, that was a different voice. Oh yeah. Oh, and I knew who that was. (laughs) And he's like, you don't know these people from, you know, it's it's, you, you're, Oh, what are you about to go in, get into? And that's the first time I realized that I knew exactly what the voice of Satan sounded like. And you know how I knew? Because I had heard him all kinds of times before, like in my divorce, in all of these job things that I had gone through, in the struggle to get my children, all of it, I heard Satan before. This was clear and I knew who it was, right? And so I, I'm, I'm fired up. So I start crying in the car driving. So it's hard to do that because you can't see. And I'm shouting stuff that I learned in this thing, right? I'm demanding seven times back everything Satan ever stole. Like, you're about to lose me. And that's what this is about. Woo! I'll listen. I look down. I'm doing like 70 something in a 40. So I'm like, the statute of limitations covers me there. And I roll it, right? And I'm like, slow it down. So I'm slow, slow it down. And I get to church and there's Miss Linda at the front door. And she's like, Come on, we've been saving a seat. Me and Mr. Max, we saved the seat for you. So I'm like, great. So we go in. Music was great. At the end of the service, great message. And at the end of the service, and it wasn't as weird as I thought it was going to be. Because again, when you know, you know. And you know, I got a little truth that morning. So he did an altar call. So I've never done that. And I go down for this altar call. That's the start of me. That was the start of me. I had five men around me in tears, Mm. crying, praying over me. I love that. I just I just reached out to one of them. We just did the new video for the new single and I sent it to him and I'm like, Clint, you're the one out of the five guys that I remember, mm-hmm. vividly remember. And I just want to show you what your seed that morning way back in 95 did. And he sent me a thing back. He's like, wow. What a message right there, yeah, Benny, because yeah. people don't realize just when they step up and 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 pray or they step up and they do that thing that may feel uncomfortable or whatever that they're called to do, how it's leaving that ripple effect. And, and like you said, it's planting that seed. So uh, grateful, grateful that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more than grateful. I know where I live. Yeah. So that was the that was the the start of the new. Benjamin, the new Benny boy, we call, we call a friend of ours, Benny boy. And I want to call you Benny boy, but that's not very uh, nice. Yeah, but so You can, I've been called worse. Benny boy. Trust me with my last name, I've been called all kinds of stuff, <laughs> but it's, but it's true. It, it's true. Yeah. Right. And it's so here I am and I'm saved and I'm telling God, so I've got this music stuff. Yeah. So what do you want me to do with that? Cause I can't do tambourines and hallelujah. I mean, I will, if it's required, but but you like to rock it out. Yeah. A little bit. And so, mm-hmm. and he, and his answer to me simply was, have I been waiting? And for your listeners who go through a struggle like that, I mean, look, look at the 12, 
I tell people all the time, look at the 12 he hung with. These boys were, you think you have issues. <laughs> oh, that's wow. exactly right. And so yeah. if 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 they could walk the earth literally with Jesus, what can he not do with and for us, provided now we're willing to release everything? So when did it start to occur to you that um God was going to release within you uh this incredible gift? that you've had, you were using it one way previously. Now you've, now you were sold out to God. So how did it start to unfold? Because you got a band put together, you started creating songs, you guys have won awards, you've, you've topped the charts with some of your music. Uh, none of that was um, sort of forecasted for you. You had to kind of take it a step at a time, right? So kind of walk us through that journey to where you are today with your band empowered, empowered and the music that your band is playing. Yeah. Thanks for that. You know, one thing I would say is when people feel that they see success, whatever it is to them, for me with a band, oh, excuse me, look at him. He's successful. He's got a rock band. And, and uh, God let Israel wander for 40 years before he brought them to the promised land. I got saved in 1995. So the very next year, 96, 97, about, and I'm sitting in church and we had banners hanging all around the sanctuary. One of them said empower. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I'm lifting that. So I just added an ED, right? That's where the name came from. So the name empowered is like, so God's empowered us with the gift of music. When people hear us or go to a show and see us and hear us, we can empower them. So when they leave, they can go and empower others. So it's it's like the great commission wrapped around a show. So there's that. So I'm like, well, I need to start putting this together or whatever. And so I, I, there's been so many band member changes over all the time and this, that, and the other. And I'm looking back on it now and I'm like, who look at this. Just, oh, oh, look what God was doing there. Right. And you, if you look back at your history, like you're studying for an exam, you get to see the answers. So he did all that. So these got so Shane is on guitar, disgustingly talented. It's like Eric Johnson, whatever. And then Justin, my other guitar player, both of them. And then they start talking all the guitar stuff. I'm like, go find a corner. Y'all can drop <laughs> seven and another go over there. And so Jeffrey, who's our youngest, he's a bass, he's the bassist. Mick is on drums. I write on keys, everything, but I just, I just front the band. And so, and I told all of them, really, our name should be band of misfit boys <laughs> as a thing, because I've been through a divorce, you know, had the brain injury, had Donna with the breast cancer stuff that Shane, my guitar player, divorce, went through a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Same with Justin, uh, my bass player, Jeff, his mom, when he was 15, she overdosed. And so he, all that. And then like, like I explained to you earlier, like Mick, his son, seven, thank Jesus in August this year, he's ringing the bell and he's fully, fully done. He's been in remission, fully done. And this kid's a, this kid's a David. He goes to school. It's like, wah, wah, wah. let me tell you what Jesus did. Boy, it's crazy. So, but it's great, right? Yeah. And I love how, you know, God will just use anybody. And I don't mean that in a, in a weird way, but I'm talking all of us. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And cause I think so often people think that, well, you know, they're, 
you know, they're a Christian band. They've got it all together. They're just like perfect. And, and that's totally the opposite. Um, you know, just like everybody else. Yeah. I love that. So, we're going to subtitle your band empowered the band of misfit boys. That'd <laughs> be great. Wouldn't it? <laughs> boys trapped in men's bodies. So relatable. So listen, you have a new album out and um, you, why did the phrase Yahweh Nisi uh, become so profoundly just, why did it resonate with you so much? I'm big into the biblical names. One, when I write, I purposely do not write he, him, his thing, right? That could be your uncle, your dad, your your whatever, right? And we we had just written, I'll Meet You There was a single that we had released. I lost my dad two years ago mm. to cancer. And that song came out of that. And so mm. uh, also uh, like 2018, we we opened for seventh time down. And so Mikey Howard's their founder and he and I are talking backstage and, and he's like, you know, kind of God's put it on my heart. We, I need to produce you guys. So I did, I laughed at him. I'm like, and so, because I had been in the, I've been in the biz for so yeah, long. Right. right you know what, right. It's, you know what the music business is full of lies, lies, <laughs> lies. And so I'm like, I'm like, okay, we swapped information. Next thing you know, we're in Nashville cutting three days and it was Jeremiah 29, 11 and set another. We finished that. My dad passes. Um, and Mikey, Mikey actually co-wrote that with me. I had had most of it done and then we got together on it. And for anybody who's been through loss, I just pray that God speaks to them through that song. So everything that we do when we're writing, so it's great to be on stage. Great. It's great to have a great time. I mean, we're not heavy metal or anything like that. We're kind of no, but you can work out pretty good to your music. We can't. Well, we yeah, yeah. you can, especially <laughs> Yahweh, right? So if yeah. you listen to Yahweh Nisi in your car, buckle up because <laughs> I'd be going to, seventy and a forty, right? And so, so, so God was speaking to me about this new record and His name, Yahweh Nisi. The Lord is my banner. So that's for that's for the video that we're going to do, which is going to be epic. And I don't have enough money to do it. It's going to take a lot. It's going to be like a movie. But anyway, so he's speaking to me in that name. Right. He's mm -hmm. like, I'm your banner. So if if I am your banner and I'm big into medieval history and all that stuff, too. And so the, the guy out front marched with the banner and that's who you follow. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was it was two things. It was a sign of who to follow. But it was also a sign to the enemy as they approached, like, oh, look out, look what's coming. Mm. And y'all, y'all, I mean, Jesus is coming. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. I'm I'm sure. And he's in heaven looking up at God, just going, Is it dad? Is it time? And then God's going, almost. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah. so God told me, I don't want this to sound wrong. So this is just from me. We were having a discussion. We God and I always have discussions as I'm putting the record together. And he's like, so. I'm a little disappointed in the world right now. And I'm like, I get that. He says, I'm also a little disappointed in Christians in the world right now, too. And mm. I was like, oh, so I'm ordained and I'm doing this Christian music thing. So can you please dial down on that for me? And he's like, the world right now is there's there's bad and there's evil. And evil has way taken over bad. We have evil people in positions of power in government, school, work, you name it, it's there. 
it's a small portion of evil in the world and they're overriding everything. And it's like the devil's having his heyday right now, right? Mm -hmm. And God says, so what I need you to do with this Yahweh Nisi is I need you to, we're gathering and we're going to war <clears throat> against mm -hmm. this. I need people to open their mouths and talk about me. I'm coming. It's not, this isn't history now. This is going to be, to play. The, it's it, right. Time is short. So, uh, so I want marching feet. I want it to be aggressive. And I'm like, mm -hmm. so, okay. So it's the heaviest song that I had ever written. Then Mikey got a hold of it and it got heavier, but it sounded lighter, if that makes sense. Cause he's, he wears a beanie when we produce. So we call him the magic beanie. It's awesome. <laughs> and so, so we, we get this song done afterwards and I'm like jaw dropped after it. And it's just an anthem. And I'm not just talking about anthem, Christian. Like yeah. I, I'm not just talking about Christian music right now. I'm talking about music in general. Everybody's trying to do the TikTok 15 minute of fame thing. The artistry is gone. The storytelling and music is gone. The passion and the heart is gone. And we serve the one who's given all of that to us. So right. it's it's our job to like, if you if you don't feel Jesus come across the footlights when you see us live or when you listen to it, we should quit. Do wow. parties, do yeah. something. I, I yeah. love that you've called this album a war cry for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Really talking about just let's get out there and start taking down uh, the gates of hell, and let's let's invade the darkness with the light. Uh, one of your songs, um, and I think this is the one you're referring to. Jesus can heal the world. And what are you, what are you hoping people are going to get from that song? Well, if you don't get it from the title, I was about to say, come on, you probably baby. need a checkup need... from the neck up. I'm just, it just, <laughs> see, it just came out. It just, it came out. Specifically. But you, no, that is specific. Right there. Jesus can heal okay. the world. All right. Okay. You, so. you know and I, what I hope, I, actually, <laughs> goodness, I love that we can cut up. So. Aside from this, the title saying it all, it's kind of like three days, right? Kind of says it all. Um, people need to know, again, whatever's going on in their own personal history, there's so much bad and evil. Save the world once. He can heal the world now, and he's going to rule the world later. So mm. where did that come from? Right. And so that's the the flow of the spirit, I think, yeah. behind yeah. the song. And we put that together with Mikey and it's just, it's just, you know, and it's upbeat and it's just, it's like, how can you not be excited mm. about Jesus being able to heal the world? If if not, you're on the other team. So I'm just yeah, saying. Or you're, or you're just terribly distracted and, and disillusioned right because benny the reality is I mean, of, that's a great statement jesus can heal the world and people say yeah yeah jesus can heal the world but what, but what are we going to do to fix it right so their tendency the tendency is for people to put their hands on stuff to try to bring about solutions when you're saying jesus is the answer while that might sound trite to you the reality of that is Jesus is the answer and actually can heal the world how are we going to help people really believe that because it's one thing to say it and to hear it, yeah. how do we go about walking in faith that that's actually going to happen? Because 99% of belief is great, but if you have 1% of unbelief, mm. there's unbelief. Not I Surrender All like the hymn. It's it's entirely different. It's a rock song and it, it's, it, it, and it speaks to you about right here. Huh. I mean, it's in your face. The biggest thing that I've had to learn in my own personal life that like you're saying, 
when I've got my hands on it and I'm trying to direct it, I'm a, tra- I'm a train wreck. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm a train wreck. Right. Even, 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 were you ready for this? Even as a Christian, I'm like, I've got this because I have God, but I've got this. We need to relearn. We need to learn how to remove the word I. Yes. Mm. Yes. Right. For myself. Remember to teach it in management. What's the center of pride? The letter I. So, you know, and so. There's so no I and, in team. Yes. That's right. And so it, until we learn to surrender it all to him, I'll tell you what, since I've learned to do that better, I'm able to stand back in life and laugh a lot, mm. a lot going. What he's doing? Oh my lord! It's literally, oh my lord! Look what he's doing, and and it's 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 that. So how can Jesus heal the world? A, he doesn't need our help, and he doesn't need my help, but he needs my obedience and he needs my submittance and all that. And so hopefully through what we're doing with the band, that's what we're giving him, and it's just another tool here until he comes. So to good. get that out to people so that we point them to him. I was going to drop the mic, but I'm not holding it. It's in the, it's in the stand here. But yeah, drop the mic with that one. Right. But I do want to ask you, this is so good, Benny. I do want to ask you because you um, you partner with Children's uh, Cup Ministry. And I want to hear a little bit more about your heart there and the mission and how you became affiliated with them. Just to kind of give our audience a, a snippet of that. Yeah, this is, thank you. Thank you, especially for that. This is yeah. this is here. So, um, you know, bands always have things that they say, oh, you can help a child here, help do this, this, that, and the other. Well, uh, Brother Dave Oler came and I go to Healing Place Church before it was Healing Place Church. It was Trinity Christian Center. We had 40 whole people in there. It was like crazy. So when I got saved, 40 whole people, I'm like, wow. So and everybody loves Jesus. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so I went to him once I formed the band thing, I went to him and I said, so listen, I want to team up with you because Donna and I have always given and his heart was for AIDS orphans in Africa. So Swaziland and Mozambique, and he would have care point centers and they would feed them and they would clothe them and he would give them housing and they would more importantly, give them Jesus. Right. And I said, I just, what I'd like to do is I'd like to be able to tithe off of all of our merchandise sales whenever we do a show, anything directly to you and you guys are it. And you know why? Because I have a personal relationship with you. That's why I want to do it with you. Much like Jesus, right? The reason I want to do the music like this so bad is because I have a personal relationship with him. So Brother Dave, he's like, fantastic. I remember when you and Donna were dating. I'm like, oh. And then we went into a 40 minute, big. that's it. Right. And that's, and he didn't want to even talk about it. It was a done thing. And we've been with them forever. So, so get this. So he's always wanted to pass away in, in Africa. And he did. And uh, his son, Dan, and Dan and I are really good friends and he's taken it over now. So they've expanded out of Africa and into South America and they're all over the place doing these things. And so the kids actually went on a mission trip to Africa. Every American kid needs to go do that Mm. and see how they're living, which looks like the 1800s in the wild West. Mm. And that have a better appreciation for why their iPad doesn't work. So anyway, so, so you do this and, and, and they, they're, they're just involved. So 
it's just a huge blessing to be connected with them and being yeah. over there and actually seeing it firsthand or whatever. And what about a story? Huh? Through, what about a story that you know of through Children's Cup um, that you can share with the audience? When I went to Africa to see them, we walk up to a care point center. I mean, there's there's kids everywhere. We we fed we fed two hundred kids uh, at one time. Big old pot. It was like red beans and this stuff called mealy meal, which is really nasty looking, but it's 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 healthy for them, right? And so, and I'm like, I'm yelling at Dan. I'm like, where's the spoons? Where's the spoons? And he says, God gave them one. And all these kids are sitting around, and they're just whatever they could bring for the food when they're eating with their hands. And so we go to the, we go to the care point center and, and 20 of them just come. I was, if I was, if I was metal, they were magnets. And it just, I'm talking unconditional love Mm. because somebody came there to show them that. And I was like, I was, I was toast. And my wife is like, don't be bringing the kid back. Serious. I'm like, I don't think it, I don't think it works like that. I don't think it's that easy, but, but they're, they're incredible. Children'scup.org is their website. I'm just going to ask you about that. Cause maybe yeah. some others are interested in maybe pursuing a little bit more yeah. about that. You're yeah. so right. People would be awesome. there. Yeah, find everything out. We have a QR code at our merch table. So people could just take their phone and they take a picture of it and it sends them right to the site. So, but they're, they're doing incredible things. Oh. What a great partnership. For God, through, yeah, it's awesome. The childrenscup.org. Yeah, that's awesome. Benny, you. you are You're a delight. one of a kind, yes. to say the least. Yes, I'll you tell are. you that right now. God broke the mold. <laughs> well, and, and I, think he, I think he enhanced uh, all kinds of things in your life yeah. after you hit the deck I in a big, so big way. I know so, too. I want to ask been you. entirely different. Well, I want to ask you a question because you, you you are such an interesting person and you're, you're so diverse and you're so free in wanting to share your gifts, uh, you know, for, for the Lord. Um, is there anything in your life that, um, that maybe is a little bit unusual? I mean, there's probably a lot of stuff that's unusual. I don't know what's, what he's going to ask Benny. It makes me no, nervous. Just, no, I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, is there anything that most people would not know about you? Something that would, you know, like you like crochet a, or yeah, something. Something different that that um you need kind of like point. a surprise well i didn't know that about benny he does that or he what this is this is quite the off-ramp um and and, and i try to I'm, I'm trying to talk to donna about it a lot so i'm on the ceiling most of the time as you can tell and, and i'm so glad that came back because life is too short to be boring people Amen. Well, you are. Listen, right? you're full of life, and I and, and pretty contagious. Certain it's, it's without Red Bull. I mean, you are you know, up on the ceiling. You got Red Bull, and God, God <laughs> please don't you know, drink Red Bull, please. Which you, and so you know, God, you know, in my previous life with the rock band back in the day, I mean, I saw things I never want my kids to see—the drinking, mm-hmm. the drugs. The I've never done drugs in my life, although people don't believe it, but not. And who needs to see that, right? So that never smoked in my life. Because I thought you were literally burning money, literally and stuff. However, I don't want everybody to think I'm an altar boy full scale, because which I was when I was in a Lutheran church. I was a mean acolyte, just <laughs> flowing stuff. Come on. But but right, I mean, just seriously. But but I drank like a fish back in the day. One one night. We played a club in New Orleans. The guy says, I don't have the money to pay you. And we we did a three-hour show. And I was like, that wasn't the deal. 
And he says, I don't, I can pay you with beer. And I'm like, well, load them up, buddy. And so, and I said, and skip the mugs. So we literally were drinking from pitchers, right? And wow. so, so I remember the second one and all of that. It's surprising to it, it, people go, how did you survive that? Well, there was this little fall thing that happened and then 1995 happened and everything. And God always, no matter what we think we're doing to control our own life, God's in ultimate control of our life, right? And so if we surrender to him, it's easy to be this way without all those things. Mm. And and, and you you just do that. I digress from your question. I see, but, I, I see the tactic. I, I thought it was about just, beer drinking. I don't know, but it's just kind of, it's just kind of, you yes, know, and, and, beer drinking. Uh, yes. And, and people are like, is this a bad thing? I'm like, listen, if you abuse anything, it's a bad thing. That's yeah. what the Bible says. Read the book, get into the book. So, so the book is into you. That's good. Because when the book is into you, you live your life differently. You approach people and situations differently. It's all before you were honoring you. Now you're honoring him. That's right. That's right. That's so good. And thanks for not answering that question, but thanks for giving that answer because actually, that you know, hey, brain really injury. Important. I actually forgot the question. <laughs> oh, 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 no, no, no. I know what it was. I know what it was. Do I crochet? No, I don't crochet. However, you know, so on the seal it all the time. My Zen, my Zen moment is in the kitchen. So Oh. Ah, I like, chef. I like, I like the prepping all the way through the cleaning thing. Donna's like, can I help you? I'm like, please step away. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm in my moment. That's and awesome. I'll, I'll t- and I'll tell you when this is ready. And it, it's kind of, it's a, there's just, there's just something wholly natural about it. So well, uh, you're, that's, you're that's creative my, and you can be creative in the kitchen. It's just another outlet for creativity. So that's yeah, so cool. That's my downtime and sleep. Donna loves when I'm sleeping. That's well, fun. we need your home address just so in case we are there. If you're, if, you're, if you're ever in Baton Rouge and you don't call, I mean, I'll I'll show you some flavorful stuff someplace. Maybe not even at my house, but that'd be awesome. The food here, the food here is just wow. Benny, we appreciate you a lot. Thanks, Thank man. you for Thanks. sharing your heart, your humor, and uh, just God's truth. And, um, and just your passion for, for his word. And so if y'all want to know more, uh, check out rockinforjesus.org. Tom, I knew that was wrong when I was saying it. Dot com. So uh, we'll put that in the show notes as well. But bless you, Benny, and I'll see you uh, at NRB. Yes, ma'am. I'll hunt you up. Thank you so much. Thanks for visiting. Wow, that was really a fun interview. He is um, just a trip. He's, uh, like you said, one of a kind. Yeah. And that was fun. I hope, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope you're seeing this on YouTube because he's so animated. Yeah, he's, he's great. And, um, you know, I, I'm again, very aware in listening to his story that there, from God's perspective, uh, there's no such thing as an accident. That's right. If we will bring him into it or allow him to reveal himself in it and through it. So whatever you're going through right now, um, if you will believe that nothing happens by accident, if you love God, you follow him, uh, and you want to be sold out for him. Understand he will use whatever, quote, accident occurred in your life for some really incredible things. So like Benny, you just hang on for the ride and surrender and keep following him. That's right. And camp in on uh, Jeremiah 2911 because, yeah. man, oh, that, man, that'll. Yeah, pick up this new music, too. Uh, Again, it... rockinforjesus.com. Yeah. And go listen to the song. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough. We'll catch you next time. Be blessed. 
head on over to yourbiggestbreakthrough.com where you'll find some free resources and information and a place where you can comment. And we would love to dialogue with you there. So thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.